0: Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years, and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset, and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools, and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self doubt, and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self belief, and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine, you deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous humans, and welcome to this week's episode of the Self-styled Life podcast with me, your host, Janelle Wiesack. For the record, I'm as surprised as anyone that this little podcast is getting out into the wild every single week. I always intended it to be a fortnightly thing, but I really love sharing with you in this way and you all seem to be enjoying listening in. So while the team and I haven't quite nailed the weekly rhythm yet, we are thinking that we'll keep aiming for weekly episodes. We'd love to know if you're enjoying the weekly format or if there's another cadence that would suit you better. Just jump into Instagram and shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Today's episode is another short sharp coaching episode and it's somewhat misleadingly titled Don't Just Survive, Thrive. Five strategies you need to know if you want to thrive in the corporate world. It's misleading because I promise these very same strategies apply to working women everywhere. Please don't feel like you have to skip the episode if you don't work in corporate. I'm positive there'll be something in this episode for you. But before I get on to these tips, I need to give another shout out for the Streamline Strategy Sessions. The response to these zero-cost coaching sessions has been incredible, and I'm loving the opportunity to support you in this way. Some of the topics that I've worked with women on recently have included getting a promotion, deep diving into procrastination, negotiating a pay rise, dealing with a difficult co-worker, and for one woman, she wanted to work on increasing her energy. In these sessions, we cover all of the elements of my signature coaching framework that combines clarity, mindset, and action. And in 30 minutes or so, we'll create a clear strategy for a single element of your life. We'll uncover one mindset shift that will support you to get from where you are now to where you want to be. And you'll leave the call knowing the one experiment you can conduct that'll really make a difference. Book your session now by heading to my website. You'll find the link on both the resources page and on the work with me page. These sessions are an awesome way to get an introduction to coaching and you'll walk away with a streamlined strategy to get you moving in the direction of your self-styled life. And I can't wait to see you in a streamlined strategy really, really soon. So on to my five strategies for thriving rather than just surviving in the corporate world. Depending on the circles you move in, working in corporate can get pretty bad press. The language that is used is usually pretty dire, with words like burnout, rat race, and soul-sucking being thrown around. If you're looking for proof, simply Google Escape the 9 to 5. When I did that, just before jumping on this episode, I was rewarded with a response of about 9.52 billion results in 55 No, not even 55 seconds, in 0.55 of a second. That's a big number of results. And it tells you that many of us reach a point where we can get frustrated with our corporate or professional roles and wish we were doing something, anything else. Now I get it. In February just gone, so February 2022, I reached my 31st anniversary in the corporate world. When you're having a bad day or a bad trot in your nine-to-five role, fantasizing about leaving makes perfect sense. And I know many women who, after a particularly disempowering time in the workplace, have completely transitioned into new industries and are now loving their roles. But what if you like your job? What if you love the people you work with? Shout out to my corporate team. What if you worked hard to get where you are? What if stability Or the flexibility you've created in your corporate role is really important to you. What if you actually really like your regular salary deposit? There's no shame in saying that you love the consistent income that comes with corporate. So long as you love the rest of the gig, of course. So why on earth would you want to escape the nine to five? And let's face it, not all of us want to be an entrepreneur or a cutout for running a small business. As part of my own self-styled life, I consciously choose to work in both worlds. I spend four days a week in my director role in corporate transformation and the remaining work time in my coaching practice. I did a whole podcast on the topic. Go back and check out episode six if you're keen to learn more about why I choose to work in corporate and run a coaching practice. And I have to tell you, I've seen women burn out in both worlds and I've seen women thrive in both worlds. Yes, you heard me right. I've seen women thrive in the corporate environment. I still see women thriving in that environment every day. Me, any number of my team, and so many of the women that I coach. When we choose to self-style our lives, we also choose to ignore all of the noise that comes with what we should, and the should there is in inverted commas, of course. We also get to choose what we believe. For example... You can choose to believe you're in an energising environment as easily as you can choose to believe you're running in the rat race. Anyhow, with all of that put out there as positioning, it's time for me to share my top five strategies for thriving rather than surviving in the corporate world. I really hope they inspire anyone who is looking for a long and fulfilling career in corporate. Okay, strategy number one, be yourself. Some of the best career advice I ever received came from one of the wisest and most strategic humans I've ever met. Luckily for me, she's also one of my dearest friends. Anyhow, soon after I'd secured my first big promotion in a leadership role, I was lamenting the fact that I didn't fit the profile of my new peers. I was way younger and way more female than any of the men who already occupied similar roles. I didn't sound like them, I didn't look like them, and I knew for sure that I wouldn't lead like them. Rather than suggest I change my style, my friend reminded me that it's more than okay for me to be me. In fact, it was entirely necessary to be me. It was definitely one of the most important lessons I've learned. In under a year, me and my very different style were leading that whole team. And I learned another very valuable lesson in asking the right question. Instead of asking, what if I can't do it like them, I should have been asking, how can I do it my way? And make it better than it's being done today does this strategy require self-belief and self-trust yep yes it does but you can build both when you're clear on where you're going catch the stories you, you tell yourself and take action which as i always say is best taken in baby steps or in the form of experiments and if you couple this strategy with strategy number five stay tuned you'll seriously be in an awesome space Strategy number two, be ready to shake things up. Don't think you can't shake things up in the corporate environment, you absolutely can. In my experience, the key to longevity in any organization is the ability to shake things up, but it does require curiosity and the ability to keep putting yourself in that uncomfortable spot where you feel like you don't have much of a clue. You have to trust that you've got the transferable skills to succeed each time you find yourself in a new situation. It also requires the ability to shift your thinking regularly. An idea taught in neuro-linguistic programming is that successful people have behavioural flexibility. Even before I studied NLP, I realised that being able to shift my thinking to take on new ideas, strategic directions and restructures would be important, especially if I didn't want to feel frustrated all of that time. Not being able to change your thinking as changes occur within an organisation leads to a whole lot of pain. Time for strategy number three. You need to ask for what you want so you can create an environment where you will thrive. I can guarantee you one thing, humans are shocking mind readers and if you really want something, the best way to get it is simply to ask. You need to be prepared to ask for what you want and need in a role. Let me use my own experience as an example. Over the course of 30 years, I've worked full time, permanent, part time, and as a casual employee. I even did a compressed working week for a while, and I'm currently working a flexible four day week again, so I can also work in my coaching practice. I've had roles where I've travelled for weeks on end, and roles where I've been able to do every single thing from home. I've had customer facing roles, and I've led massive teams, and I've led tiny teams. And most of those shifts have occurred because I asked for them so that I could either balance my family's needs when our son was way, way younger than he is now and balance my career goals or fill in gaps in my resume so that I'd be ready for the next role. Strategy number four is to set your own success criteria. Like everything in life, if you don't understand where you're headed, how will you know when you get there? Nobody is going to be surprised when I say that clarity is fundamental here. Being clear on my role goals was one thing, but while my leaders always set the scene for what I needed to deliver, I've always had my own success criteria for the jobs that I do. For me, understanding how I judge whether I'm making a difference or not is core to self-styling my own life. My personal criteria considers things like my energy levels, how I want to feel in a role, whether a role uses my strengths, and if I'm supporting my team to grow and develop. Knowing how you measure success helps keep you grounded and can protect you from taking on too much external pressure. Your success criteria can include anything you want it to. Your energy or even your anxiety levels at the end of the day, your salary, your progress, your team, your working relationships if you're not currently measuring your success by metrics that you've intentionally set yourself, then I cannot encourage you more to dive into what success in your job and all areas of your life looks like for you. And trust me when I say that you can trust yourself to measure your success. At the end of the day, you live with you, not any of the other random humans who think they can tell you what winning or losing looks like. Success is what you make it. It's what you choose it to be. And finally, strategy number five, invest in a coach. Another one that nobody is going to feel surprised to hear me mention. I've become increasingly aware of a key difference between female business owners and women in corporate. Women who run their own businesses completely understand the value of coaching. Women who work in corporate... Well, it seems like maybe we have a way to go when it comes to investing in our success. Please don't expect your organisation to provide for all of your growth. One of the best decisions I ever made was to invest in my own coach, a coach who was completely independent, someone I felt safe to share everything with and who could tailor the coaching to meet my individual needs, which is something that only happens in corporate very occasionally or if you're incredibly lucky. Obviously I'm biased, but one-on-one coaching changed my life and career, and I recommend it every chance I get. Clearly, I'd love to support you with either free or paid coaching, head to my website to learn more, but if I'm not the coach for you, that's okay. Seek out a coach who is a great fit for you, and watch the way you think about things in your corporate life completely shift. For more information on coaching and whether it'll work for you, make sure you listen in to episode 10. Okay, there we have it. We've come to the end of another episode of the Self-Styled Life Podcast. Time for me to recap the five strategies you need to know if you want to thrive in the corporate world. And they are, number one, be yourself. Number two, be ready to shake things up. Number three, ask for what you want. Number four was all about setting your own success criteria. And finally, number five, get some help and invest in a coach. I'll be back soon, most likely next week, if we can keep up this rhythm with another episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast. But until then, make sure you stay fabulous. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWesack.com and grab the free toolkit especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous.